0: and welcome to UX Shortcast. Every day, I handpick the hottest articles from the last 24 hours to bring you the coolest and most exciting updates. Get ready for a quick yet catchy snapshot of what's new and buzzing in user experience. Ready to get inspired? Let's jump in. Today, on February 11th, I have the pleasure of inviting you to another episode of UX Shortcast. In the piece, Designing Accessible Video Games, by Cameron Manker, the main point is that video games are more than just fun. They're a way for folks to connect and get lost in stories, no matter where they are. But not everyone can join in easily because many games aren't built for players with disabilities. There's been some progress, with games like The Last of Us Part II setting the bar high for accessibility, but most game makers, especially the small ones with tight wallets, can't always do the same. The article argues that making games everyone can play isn't just good for those with disabilities. It benefits all players. Like subtitles. Sure, they help people who have trouble hearing, but plenty of others use them too, whether it's because of noisy rooms or not-so-great speakers. Manker's writing in UX Collective suggests that while there's more to learn about creating accessible games, a good starting point is the Game Accessibility Guidelines, which offer a bunch of tips for developers to consider. Daniel DeMello, in his article, The UX of Threads Downfall, talks about how Threads, a social media app, got super popular super fast but then lost a lot of users. The app made it super easy to sign up with just one click by connecting to your Instagram. But that caused some issues. People felt weird because the app mixed their personal and professional lives, like how you wouldn't want to talk about your fishing trip at a job interview. Also, the content on Threads felt too much like ads and the app didn't wanna show any hard news which usually gets people talking. Plus, with big dogs like Twitter and Facebook around, Threads had a tough time keeping people interested because it didn't offer anything new or special. So even though Threads had a big start, it's struggling to keep up now. In How to Build Better AI Products with User Research by Claire Jin, the main point is that making AI tech that really helps people means understanding what Tihei need first. It's not just about slapping AI onto everything. It's got to solve real problems. The article talks about using different ways to study how folks use AI, like pretending a machine is smarter than it is to see how people react, the Wizard of Oz method, and checking in over time to see how their use changes, longitudinal studies. It also stresses the importance of getting feedback from users to make AI smarter and more helpful. Plus, it touches on making sure AI is fair and doesn't mess up, like accidentally being biased. Jin's saying that for AI to work well, it's got to be all about the people using it, not just the fancy tech. Thank you for listening, and I invite you to another dose of knowledge tomorrow.